What do you think uh, AJ came first, motorcycle or the uh, hot dog? The love of hot dogs or the luck of the Irish uh, getting involved with hot dogs? <laughs> what came first? I don't know. We're going to get into it right now, though. We've got a great segment. Welcome back, everyone. Living the Good Life show here live in Dallas, Texas. And we've got someone who needs no introduction. We are actually blessed to have Biker Jim join the show right now from uh, Denver, Colorado. How are you doing this morning? Uh, oh, my God, gentlemen. I don't believe I've had a better intro my whole life. Uh, <laughs> no, I do need introductions almost everywhere, please. Um, and to answer that question, the motorcycle came first. Okay. I've, uh, you know, did it been a scooter tramp my whole life you know if it you know if we look at the little mini bike lawnmower powered mini bikes to the little dirt bikes to the trials bikes to the to my first road bikes to my first harleys you know i have loved uh getting around on two wheels somebody asked me once what do i like about motorcycling and i think the best definition i came up with is that uh riding a motorcycle is like meditating with speed it's like the easiest, best way for me to clear my head. Easy rider. <laughs> ish, ish. Yeah. Hey, bi- ish. biker Jim, uh, um, and, and I, you know, I, I just want to remind everyone, bring everyone up to speed here. First of all, you are the founder of Biker Jim Gourmet Dogs. You're located, of course, as I mentioned, in Colorado, Mile High City. Mile High City, but man. You know, I don't know where to begin. I, when I, I guess what I'd like to do because I want to know where the passion came from. I mean, how did how did you all how did you start the business? Well, you know, I've been uh, ancillarily cooking my whole life, you know, more or less. My mom was a terrible cook, but she belonged to the Cookbook of the Month Club for like thirty years. So, you know, she did. She didn't read them. Obviously, I did. <laughs> And, you know, I learned at a, at a pretty young age that uh, you can actually woo women if you knew how to cook. Um, and so I started having dinner parties at 15 and 16, just trying to, you know, basically trying to impress people, <laughs> you know, and keep myself fed. Um, so, you know, how we progressed into, uh, you know, slinging wieners on a street corner um, it basically started with I, I moved to Colorado from Anchorage, Alaska, wow. you know, and I, I more or less grew up in Alaska. I was a was an Air Force brat. We bounced around, but we moved to a little Podunk Air Force base in Kenai in 1970. And I'm this I'm this hippie kid moving into a redneck fishing community in 1970. So that was uh, it was no fun. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, going from Omaha. To a little town of 3,000 people was really no fun. Um, but I ended up in Anchorage, and you know, that's uh, where I learned how to drink, fight, and fool around, and you know, went, went through all the machinations of growing growing up in a Wild West community. You know, um, and you know, it ultimately it got into working in television. I was working at a at a TV station, the local PBS station, and. Pretty much all the stations. We're talking the early 80s. And at that point, you know, if you could operate a camera, if you could knew how to be a technical director and operate a switchboard, or if you, uh, you know, could operate, you know, any kind of remote equipment, you ultimately worked for all the TV stations in Anchorage. So a very incestuous little community. And, you know, I, I, I ended up becoming an operating engineer. So I found myself sitting 
in a control room at the age of 28, just you know, sitting in there for 10 hours a day. And it's, you know, if you've ever been in a TV station, I mean, you guys are in radio, you probably know what it takes to operate. And you're just, I'm sitting in a darkened room, you know, being lit by artificial lights. I just more or less saw my hair receding and my, my uh, <laughs> belly growing. And I went, man, I can't do this. You know, I can't do this. So I thought maybe I'll try and get in front of the camera instead of be behind the camera. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I, Ultimately moved to Colorado and went to went to uh, Colorado University in Boulder, CU Boulder, and went to their journalism school. Um, while I was going through school, I got a job as a repossession agent. So I was the big repo man on campus um, <laughs> while I was going through school. And you know when I when I got out of school, I'm making seventy five grand a year stealing cars and not really having to dress to impress anybody. Um, so I kept doing that. I didn't. I did not feel like taking a fifty thousand dollar a year pay cut to stand on a street corner with a microphone, going, you know, it's windy out here, Bill. Back to you guys. Um, <laughs> so I kept stealing cars for way too long, you know. But I also, you know, I love to cook, and I make <laughs> I make amazing cheesecakes. You know, I never never figured I'd have a uh, have a hot dog business. Uh, I thought I would have a cheesecake business. Um, so I, I had actually, you know, uh, bought the URL Cheesecake Genius. <laughs> this was several years ago. And my and my slogan was, where would you rather buy a cheesecake, from a factory or a genius? But that never happened. You know, I mean, that never really occurred in the way that I thought it would. You know, at the age of 48, I... Uh, was just kind of sick of repossessing cars. You know, I, I, I probably at that point had stolen upwards on 12,000 cars. Um, it felt like I had pushed my luck about to the limit, you know, not for nothing. It's not the safest job in the world. You know, you're sneaking through people's yards and driveways and, you know, sometimes hot wiring, mostly towing property that, how can you put it, that they think is theirs, but isn't yet. Right. <laughs> and, you know, returning that to, to the banks, you know, to the lien holders. And so I had no idea what it was that I would be able to do instead of that. You know, you do something for 18 or 20 years, you're kind of, I don't know, when I get in a rut, I start shopping for furniture, I guess. So I uh, was in Alaska, I was back home on vacation, and I'm chatting with a buddy of mine who was Anchorage's hot dog guy, you know, and this guy... You know, this guy had been Anchorage's hot dog guy for about 10 or 12 years at that point. We we used to work together in a restaurant back in our, you know, back in the early days. He was a he was a restaurant manager. I was a bartender and we were pals. And so, you know, every time I go up to Anchorage, I'd go hang out with him, eat a hot dog, you know, eat a reindeer hot dog. And, uh, you know, just kind of <laughs> oh, shoot the bull with him. You know, I mean, if, if you've never had a reindeer sausage, you should, okay. you know, if you can to me, they're just kind of the perfect food. <laughs> great for lunch, great for dinner, perfect for breakfast. But I, when I'm chatting with him and I'm just, you know, I'm talking about how I'm just sick of doing what I'm doing. And he said, man, you should do this. You know, you'd be good at it. You'd have a good time. And I thought, why not? What the hell? I'm sick of doing what I'm doing. So I bought a hot dog cart and lucked into finding a good place on the 16th Street Mall in downtown Denver and started 
selling things like reindeer sausage and buffalo sausage and some kind of traditional stuff, you know, a good, a good Polish, uh, a good mm. German meal brush, things like that. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, and the stuff was a little bit different. You know, nobody, none of my friends, my ex-wife is crying, you know, current wife at the time, ex-wife now, she's crying, <laughs> you know, my friends are shaking their heads, you know, they're going, what are you doing, man? And I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> Is what I'm doing. I think I I got to a point to where I just wanted to start saying yes to stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and and I thought, you know what? Yes. It was just one of those what the hell moments. Yes, let's do this. You know, I kind of knew before I'd even unloaded my first cooler, somebody came up and bought a soda off of. You know, to me that was kind of a sign. You know, and I kind of knew I was doing the right thing. So I uh, rolled out with a you know rolled out with yeah, an okay menu. You know, a couple of oddball things. Nobody was eating reindeer sausage in Denver at that point. You know, <laughs> buffalo buffalo hot dogs were kind of a uh, kind of novel. You stand, um, stood out a little bit. I and, like a little bit, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, and also I'm adorable, so you know that helps. <laughs> you know, not too many adorable hot dog cart vendors. An adorable man of about fifty. <laughs> but nice. you, not to cut you um, off, but I mean, like you fast forward. I mean, you basically are. I mean, undisputed, the gourmet dog king of Denver. So I mean, like. Fast forward to now, I mean, it's it's one of the great American stories. I mean, Biker Jim, let's be honest. I mean, you go from that one cart to having multiple, not only that, uh, you know, you've got the concession stand at Rocky Stadium, uh, of course, your, your main location there um, in the heart of it. I mean, honestly, and not only that, I mean, you've you've received regional acclaim, national acclaim, international, by the way, acclaim, um, just because... No one's doing what you're doing. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you are seriously grilling the best gourmet dogs out there, but you're doing it in a way that is so unique and different. Um, not just because you're known for, you know, the exotic game, if you will. I mean, for lack of better words, I mean, you're doing everything, the great spices, but you're putting it together where it just, you know, it makes you makes one salivate. It make, you know, the flavors are absolutely yeah. tremendous. Awesome! Thank you very much for that. You guys, you guys were able to to get a chance to uh, yeah. test out a couple of dogs. Right? I did. I grilled a couple last cool. night. I was blown away. Um, I, I like a more of a you know spice. So I mean, I was enjoying uh, the jalapeno. I think it was just the, the was it elk and, and pork that was phenomenal with a little cheddar in it's, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of game sausages you will find some pork diced into them. You know, so you okay. you find a bison dog, you get a. Uh, you know, you get an elk dog. We we also do a jackalope dog. We've got rattlesnake. We have ostrich. Uh, you know, a number of really interesting proteins at the restaurant. Yeah. But most of them, you, you need to add some pork to them to do two things. One, it tenderizes it you know, a little bit. And then two, it, it helps bind it. It helps it fold it into shape. Mm. You know, I mean, straight, straight game sausages can be really good, but they tend to be a, a bit more toothsome, <laughs> you know. Um, and you know, and, and yeah, chewy in another word. Um, so you know, we like to be able, we like to be able to bite through them. You know, and the guys that I work with, you know, they've been uh, they've been in Denver for Jesus going on going on fifty years now, and they've been a family run sausage company since eighteen oh nine. So the guy that I'm working with is, I think he's seventh generation sausage maker, right? 
you know, and, and a fairly young guy, early 40s. You know, we've been working together, uh, probably mid-40s now. We've been working together, you know, for 16 years now. Yeah. But when I when I started my business, you know, and started working with him, he said something that just, you know, uh, made me feel awesome. Like, you know, this is my guy. You know, he, he told me, he says, I want to sell stuff I feel good about feeding my kids. You know, and when, when you hear that from a sausage guy or a hot dog guy, you're like thinking that doesn't sound right. And yet it yeah. sounds exactly right. Yeah. If you know what I mean. You know what I mean? No doubt. So the, the stuff that, you know, the stuff that we work with, I mean, you, you, you got a chance to try it, man. Stuff yeah. we work with not only tastes good, um, you know, and yet granted you have to work, you know, you have to work pretty hard to convince yourself you're eating health food, but you know, you could eat a lot worse than this stuff. You know, uh, there's no hormones. There's no antibiotics. He uses organic fruits and vegetables in his dice. You know, the, uh, um, the stabilizing is, you know, sea salt, you know, garlic powder, mm. um, you know, so they're not, they're not going to sit on a shelf for months and months and months, like, you know, like something with sodium or thyrobate, and, okay. you know, ammonium nitrate will, you know, right. um, but they just, they taste good and they, and they don't beat you up. They don't yeah. beat your body up. No lumps yeah, of sugar. So, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just, I, I, I love that about this guy and the products that, that he uses and, you know, and we've worked together on a number of recipes and, you know, and some of the signature sausages that we're doing that we're rolling out, you know, I'm, I'm super proud that we get to do this. You know, it's, um, going from being a repo man to feeding people was an interesting transition. <laughs> you know, you don't make a lot, you don't make a lot of friends you know, hey, stealing cars in the middle of the night. By the way, to you rudely know? interrupt you, Jim, uh, not everybody uh, in the food business is uh, selling Safeway. Congratulations on uh, breaking that large account. That'll spread to the whole country. Uh, thank you. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, that, that, that is an amazing thing, you know. And it's something we've been working on for a minute. Um, and it's just once, once we were able to get together with the powers that be and, and sample them on some of the dogs, and, you know, work with them to, to find, you know, find the right price point, to find the right selection of stuff that would work well for, for, for customers and for, for them and for us. Um, you know, it's, it literally is just ruling out right now. More and more friends, more and more people are posting on our Facebook page, you know, on our website going, ah, here they are. I found them. I got some. They're fantastic. You know, so thank you for that. I, I appreciate the shout out, man. It's it's a really, really, really cool thing. I'm blown away by everything. I can't wait to try more. Certainly, uh, you could find the great biker gym, gourmet dog brand and Safeways. But of course, if you're visiting Denver, so many great locations there. The best way to find out more, I would say, is go to the website, learn all about it. Bikergymsdogs.com is the website. Get to know Biker Jim himself. A lot of great information. Obviously, continued success. Looking forward to having you back on, man. Oh, you guys rule. Thanks for showcasing what we do. We'll have it all over our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we'll plug you uh, for the next four weeks for sure every week on the show. Uh, This Sunday is the uh, final day of the uh, British Open, and we'll be having uh, some hot dogs from uh, Biker Jim's watching uh, Not Tiger Woods, because you don't do tiger dogs. But uh, we'll, be, we'll, <laughs> be, we'll be watching somebody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Biker Chip.